I am Ricardo Neves. I live in Brazil. I am listening to the English Sub School podcast. Hello, dear friends. This is Mo Sena for the English Sub School podcast, lesson eight for Wednesday. November 16th, at the sound of trumpet. What will happen at the sound of trumpet? Oh, glory of glories. And thank you very much for joining us. And before we get started, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for the many blessings you give us. Thank you for the very good night of rest and for the assurance that soon we shall hear the trumpet sound. And the trumpet sound, we are going home. May we trust in you. Guide us now with your spirit so that we may understand your message for us. In Jesus' name, amen. The lesson starts with the following, my friends. The Thessalonians were convinced that eternal life would be granted exclusively to those who would remain alive until the second coming. Ellen G. White in the book, The Acts of the Apostles, page 258, wrote the following. They had carefully guarded the lives of their friends, lest they should die and lose the blessing which they looked forward to receiving at the coming of their Lord. But one after another, their loved ones had been taken from them, and with anguish the Thessalonians had looked for the last time upon the faces of their dead, hardly daring to hope to meet them in a future life. Oh, that's such a sorrowful moment, wasn't it? But how did Paul correct this misconception? So open our Bibles. Come on, move it, move it. Come on, Purcella, sweet Purcella. Thank you for listening. Open your Bibles. Evelyn, Alda, thank you for listening to our podcast. So Marco, open your Bibles to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18. I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. The subtitle is Believers Who Have Died. Paul wrote the following. Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death, so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again. And so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. According to the Lord's word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be cut up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Oh, blessing, blessings of blessings. And so, we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Amen and amen. Did you see there, Carlos, how you can, how Paul corrected that misconception? Now, the lesson says, there is a historical tendency to read into the expression, bring with him those who sleep in Jesus, 1 Thessalonians 4.14. More than the text is saying, yeah, many who accept the theory of the natural immortality of the soul suggest that Christ at his second coming will bring with him from heaven the souls of the righteous dead who are already in heaven with God. Those souls thus can be reunited with their respective resurrected bodies. 
but such an interpretation is not in harmony with the overall teachings of Paul on the subject. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's, uh, it sounds nice, okay, even logical, but it's not what the Bible says. Read the words of this non-Adventist theologian on the real meaning of this verse. His name is Jeffrey A.D. Weyma. He wrote the following. The reason why the Thessalonian Christians can have hope as they grieve for the dead members of their church is that God will bring them, that is, He will resurrect these deceased believers and cause them to be present at Christ's return, such as that they will be with Him. The implication is that these deceased believers will not be at some kind of disadvantage at the parousia of Christ, but will be with Him in such a way that they share equally with living believers in the glory associated with His return. Uh, from the book First and Second Thessalonians, Baker, Exegetical Commentary in the New Testament, page 319. Interesting, huh? And so it's not only a Seventh-day Adventist who would write something about it. The lesson says, if the souls of the righteous dead were already with the Lord in heaven, Paul would not need to mention the final resurrection as the Christian hope. He could have just mentioned that the righteous were already with the Lord, but instead... He says that those who sleep in Jesus would be resurrected from the dead at the end of time. The hope in the final resurrection brought comfort to the grieving Thessalonians. The same hope can help us face with confidence the painful moments when the cold grip of death takes our loved ones from us. Yes, we have this hope, don't we? Shall we pray? Oh, Father... To us, as we believe in you, we know that you are the resurrection and the life. In our Savior, life was lost, that was lost through sin is now restored. And now we know that even though our loved ones are resting in the dust of the earth, when Jesus returns, we shall see them raised back to life, glorified and ready to inherit eternity. So, Father, we surrender our lives to you. May we, even though we are so corruptible, we are so ugly, we are so mortal, we accept your gift of immortality in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen and amen. Well, this is Lesson 8 for Wednesday, November 16th. For more information, please contact us on Facebook and Instagram. Believes UNESP. Tell your friends about our podcast. It's available on any podcast platform, including WhatsApp and Telegram. Join there. And thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying with us and for us.